This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Some people really struggle with meeting or being around new people. They may think to themselves, I am really shy. But sometimes what is going on is more than being shy. And so today, I'm answering a question from a listener who finds meeting new people truly challenging. Social anxiety disorder is actually fairly common, with 12% of the population experiencing it in their lifetimes. Are you feeling afraid of being judged by others? Are you self-conscious in everyday social situations? Do you find going to a cocktail party really difficult? Do you avoid meeting new people due to fear or anxiety? And if you felt this way for at least six months, these feelings might make it hard for you to do everyday tasks like talking to people at work or for kids, talking to other kids at school. And it's possible that you have something more akin to social anxiety disorder. Social anxiety disorder is an intense, persistent fear of being watched and judged by others. This fear can affect work, school, and other daily activities. It can even make it hard to make and keep friends. The good news is, though, that social anxiety is treatable. Diagnostically, it is a common type of anxiety disorder. A person with social anxiety disorder feels symptoms of anxiety or fear in situations where they may be scrutinized, evaluated, or judged by others, like public speaking, meeting new people, in dating scenarios, being on a job interview, answering a question in class aloud, or having to talk to a cashier in a store. Doing everyday things like eating or drinking in front of other people can be an issue. And for some, even using a public bathroom can cause anxiety or fear due to thoughts about being humiliated or being judged or even being rejected. The fear that people with social anxiety disorder have in social situations is sometimes so intense that they feel it's really beyond their control. They feel overwhelmed. For some people, this can get in the way of even going to work or school or doing everyday things. They may be able to do these activities, on the other hand, but experience a lot of fear or anxiety when they do. 
People with social anxiety disorder may worry about engaging in social situations for weeks before the social situation happens. Sometimes they end up avoiding places altogether or events altogether that cause distress or generate feelings of embarrassment for them. Some people with the disorder do not have anxiety related to social interactions, but have it only during performances. They feel symptoms of anxiety in situations like giving a speech or competing in a sports game or dancing in front of other people. Social anxiety disorder usually starts during late childhood, and it can be mistaken for extreme shyness or avoidance of situations. It occurs more frequently in females than in males, and this gender difference is more pronounced in adolescents and young adults. Without treatment, social anxiety disorder can last for many years or even a lifetime. Specific symptoms when you're in a social situation can be blushing, sweating, or trembling when you're suddenly in that situation, having a rapid heart rate, feeling like your mind is going blank, or feeling sick to your stomach. Some people experience being very stiff with their body posture, like they're frozen, or speaking with an overly soft voice that's difficult to hear. Another symptom is finding it difficult to make any eye contact or to be around people you don't know or talking to people in any sort of social situation, even if you feel like you really want to. Another symptom is feeling self-conscious or the fear that people will be judging you negatively and therefore avoiding places where there are other people. The risk for social anxiety disorder runs in families, but no one knows for sure why some family members have it, but others don't. Researchers have found that several parts of the brain are involved in fear and anxiety, and that genetics influences how these areas function, and that may play a role in the development of this disorder. Also, stress and the environment itself can play a role. For example, if you're in a highly stressed situation or if you're in an environment where there is harsh criticism. With that, let's get to my listener's question and ask, how can I help? Dear Dr. Saltz, I know that the pandemic has been so hard for most people partially due to being more isolated and having to socially distance, having to work from home, and not going out to places. But for me, it has been a huge relief. I have had two years of not feeling anxious about going out, about having to make small talk and meet new people. I feel like I got permission to avoid all these things that for years have made me uncomfortable. Now, my place of work is saying we need to come back. People are asking me to do things. My family is asking me to get together and do it with other people that I don't know and don't feel comfortable meeting. It has made me realize I do have a problem 
because the fear I have about doing any of these things is over the top. Like I feel panicky just thinking about it, never mind doing it. Why is this so hard for me? And is there anything I can do to make it better? Certainly, not everyone likes to be around other people as much as some people do. And many people are having some sort of anxiety reintegrating back into a social setting, having been away for two and a half years. Some people do prefer to be with just one or two people, having meaningful conversation rather than small talk, and also do like their time alone to recharge their batteries. But one tip-off in your question is that you are not just speaking of preference. You're speaking of fear and panic. And that points in a different direction than being introverted or shy. It speaks to the possibility that you have social anxiety disorder. Some people who have social anxiety disorder go along in life pushing themselves to do enough social things, not with enjoyment enough exposure that they don't feel flooded with fear each time, and they don't realize that they have a problem. People who have removed themselves during the pandemic with great relief and no longer being desensitized to social interactions on a day-to-day basis have become more symptomatic upon a need to return to normal socializing. One way for you to go and help yourself is little by little pushing yourself to again desensitize by doing a little something social, meeting one new person every few days, going to a store and speaking for a moment with somebody at the store, speaking with someone who works there, for example, saying hello to someone on the street, working your way a little bit at a time, but pushing yourself back up again to a more normal social interaction schedule. But another path is to go to a professional because it does sound like you have social anxiety and a professional can make a proper diagnosis and offer a good treatment plan because in fact, social anxiety disorder is treatable and once treated, it could open up a whole new and much more enjoyable world for you. After the break, we'll come back and discuss what treatment can look like. How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz? We'll be back after this short break. So back to discussing social anxiety disorder and its treatments. It's generally treated with psychotherapy, or medication, or both. Cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, is a research-supported type of psychotherapy. It's commonly used to treat social anxiety disorder specifically. It teaches you different ways of thinking, of behaving, and of reacting to situations to help you feel less anxious and fearful. It can also help you learn and practice social skills which actually is a very important part of treating social anxiety disorder. Exposure therapy is a CBT method that focuses on progressively confronting the fears that underlie 
any anxiety disorder to help you engage in activities that you've been avoiding. Exposure therapy is sometimes used along with relaxation exercises. And sometimes you can deliver CBT therapy in a group therapy format to offer unique benefits because, in fact, group therapy is an exposure of its own kind. Another treatment option for social anxiety disorder is acceptance and commitment therapy, which takes a slightly different approach than CBT to negative thoughts and uses strategies like mindfulness and goal setting to reduce anxiety and fear. Compared to CBT, ACT is a newer form of psychotherapy, so there's less data available, less research has been done on its effectiveness, but it looks like it also is quite effective. I hope that was helpful. It's important to know that different therapies work for different types of people, so it's helpful to discuss what form of therapy might be right for you with whoever you go to see for an evaluation. Additionally, medication can be used to treat social anxiety disorder. Different types of medication can be effective, including various antidepressants like selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors and serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. But some people who have limited social anxiety disorder, like for talks or public events, can find that something called beta blockers, which limits how much your heart rate can increase and how much your blood pressure can increase and some of the physical symptoms can be useful. And anti-anxiety medications such as benzodiazepines, which can't be used on a regular basis because they're addictive, but can be used for one-off events like giving a talk. SSRIs and SNRIs are used usually to treat depression, but they're also used to treat anxiety disorders, including social anxiety disorder. What's important to know about them, however, is they can take several weeks to start working. Antidepressants also can cause side effects, headache, nausea, or difficulty sleeping. But for the most part, side effects are not severe. And if you start with a low dose and it's increased slowly, are often tolerable. As I mentioned, beta blockers can help control some of the physical symptoms of social anxiety disorders, such as rapid heart rate, even sweating and tremors and are commonly a medication of choice specifically for performance anxiety. Whereas the benzodiazepines, which are the anti-anxiety sedative medications, are powerful, and they begin working right away to reduce anxiety feelings. They are very effective in rapidly decreasing anxiety, but as I mentioned, they can be addictive and people build up a tolerance to them, and then they need more and more and a higher dose to get the same effect. So you don't want to use them regularly. They should only be prescribed for a brief period of time or for a one-off event. Psychotherapy and medication, as I mentioned, takes time to work. Many people need to try more than one medication before finding the best one for them. A psychiatrist can work with you to find the best medication, the best dose, and how long the treatment should last. People with social anxiety disorder usually get the best results with a combination of medication and CBT or another type of psychotherapy. Many people with social anxiety find support groups helpful. 
In a group of people who all have social anxiety disorder, you can get unbiased and honest feedback about how other people in the group see you. This way, you learn that your thoughts about judgment and rejection are not true or that they're greatly amplified. You also can learn how others with social anxiety disorder approach and come together about the fear of social situations. Support groups are available both in person and online. But any advice you receive from a support group member, you need to use cautiously because it doesn't replace whatever your health care provider is recommending. A good way to help yourself or someone you love who might be struggling with social anxiety disorder is to educate yourself. Research the signs, as I've mentioned, learn about treatment options, and be aware of current research. Because experiencing social anxiety disorder symptoms really requires an honest conversation about how you're feeling with someone you trust. If your anxiety or the anxiety of someone you know starts to cause problems in everyday life, like avoiding social situations at school, at work, or with family and friends, then it's time definitely to seek professional help. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? with me, Dr. Gail Saltz.